I like some of you with Brett Riley, where honesty is the best policy. Welcome to I Like Some of You with Brett Riley. I'm Brett Riley. Yes, the show is called I Like Some of You. Uh, because this show is all the this this show is where honesty is the best policy. The guests that I have on this show are people that I actually know. The show is called I Like Some of You, and these are some of the people that I like. Because you can't like everybody. We're not supposed to. If everybody's special, that means no one is. You guys have seen The Incredibles, maybe. And if not, watch The Incredibles. It's a great movie. Uh, I've had a great week this week. Um, even though COVID, of course, is sending everything back into lockdowns again. Um my little ones are starting to get used to this now. Uh, it's kind of freaking me out. My five-year-old washes his hands a little bit too much. I found out that he's, uh, I, I looked at his hands. He's got like super old man hands right now. So Benjamin Button needs to lay off the hand washing and use moisturizer because I feel bad about it. his little hands are dried out. So he's, but it's cute because he's trying to keep himself safe from the virus. And I was like, buddy, you don't really have anything to worry about. We haven't been anywhere in months. Like, so he's funny. Uh, I want to jump right into it today. There's not much going on with me except for the wife and I, of course, well, whatever I can say that there's not much going on, but the truth is it's, it's a weird time in the world when you can't even celebrate like your biggest adult accomplishment with your wife. My wife and I just got a new house, so we're super excited. It's weird to accomplish uh, like a life goal like that during a time when so many people are suffering and 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 uh, and and it's just a lot of bad juju out there in the world right now. But my family is grateful and happy and all that stuff, and the kids are over the over the moon because they got a little play area and we got a cool little backyard now, and the house is just. We're just very fortunate. So that's that's me. That's what's going on with the Riley house uh, or Riley dynasty, if you follow me on social media, because I can't help saying that stupid shit. Um, Riley dynasty. I don't know. I just think it's funny because I actually have children. So, you know, it's actually not that inaccurate. Uh, I'm going to jump right into it today. My guest, like I said, on I Like Some of You, this is definitely somebody I like a lot. This is my buddy. Uh, he is a an animator, a video game designer, a teacher of animation and video game design, a jack of all trades. Uh, he's dabbling in real estate now. He's a comedian. He's an all-around, just an all-around good guy. My guy, Rob Silva, is here. Rob, how are you, buddy? What's up, Brad? I'm good, man. I'm glad to be here. Yeah. And uh, also, you put me onto the new thing that I'm trying to get into, and I do like it, but I'm not that good at it yet. Uh, is that uh, squadrons? Squadrons, yeah, dude. Yeah. I'm, I'm a, if anybody, if you know me, you know that I'm a huge, I do love video games. Uh, I, I, as a, as in my youth, I was very active and athletic, but because of injuries and stuff, that has gone away, and uh, video games has offered me, uh, you know, offers me the same kind of thing, you know, a challenge and to use my mind and all that stuff. And and the sports video games, I can do all the things that my body can't do anymore. But I needed something to change it up because I usually just play 2K and Madden and yeah, dabbling Call of Duty every once in a while or whatever. But uh, well, you know what I was going to say? I was huh? going to tell you, uh, 
you know, have you tried any of the VR uh, sports or, you know, action games? I haven't done VR ever. I'm not going to. I've done that's VR. One of the reasons, that's yeah. one of the reasons why I want you to come over to my pad because I got the VR setup, man. Like uh, one of the things that's really helped me with uh, my personal goals and fitness was uh, virtual reality boxing. It's this game on VR called Creed Rise of Glory. Are you familiar with the new boxing, you know, the Rocky franchise and now Creed? Yeah. So Creed yeah. has, they made a VR Creed. They are. They made a VR pl- Creed. You play as virtual Michael B. Jordan, and you fight not only the enemies from the movies, but you get to fight Rocky and all of Rocky's enemies from the movies, including Dolph Lundgren. You know, uh, Mr. T. Can you, you fight Mr. T? I, you know, I don't think Mr. T is in it, but you can fight Apollo Creed, his dad. So it's, it's pretty sweet. As long as yeah, but uh, you know that was the first game that started me getting back to being physical. Like I was, you know, a couch potato for a quite a good while, and when I started to notice, like, oh, you know, my back hurts picking up the remote control. That's when I realized I need to get more active, <laughs> and that was definitely the gateway for me getting back onto fitness. So I definitely want you to come by and try it out. I'm all about it. I. uh that's what but what you just said reminds me of uh when I was coming back from the car wreck back in uh oh nine when Shana was trying to get me th- to rehab. Uh so I friggin' took a uh I uh, we we bought at, right after the car wreck was when I bought I won a comedy competition and bought Shana the Wii a Wii. She wanted a Nintendo Wii really bad. And I friggin' um, there was none. Just like the PS5 now, you can't f- couldn't find them anywhere when they came out. So I wanted. Dude, it was hard. You, yeah, you, you basically had a had a fist fight a small child if you wanted a Wii back in the day. Right. And what? And my dumbass won a comedy competition, so I legit paid six hundred dollars for the Wii that we have. Dang. Yeah, just to impress my wife. Back in the day, back before she was my wife, I bought her a Wii, and now it's the kids' thing. But what your story you just no, told me about the Creed thing? What it reminded her me, and then yeah. you got she got you a house. I think that was a, that was a good investment, dude. I know, right? Now I'm a sh- now she's my sugar biscuit. My sh- <laughs> is that what is that the word? Yeah, I don't, sugar I don't, biscuit. I don't like sugar mama. I don't like like sugar daddy makes sense to me. I don't like sugar mama. But sugar biscuit, I like. So Shane is my sugar biscuit. I like that. And hashtag sugar biscuit. Hashtag sugar biscuit. Uh, sugar biscuit. But she, um, no. But what you 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 talking about that Creed VR reminded me of when I was coming back from my car wreck, and you know I'd fractured my hip in three places and all this stuff and my knees and my legs and my back and everything was garbage, and we bought the Wii balance board. And, and, uh, Mike Tyson's punch out. I swear I played it and I was so, it got me into such a competitive mind state that I was like playing it so hard that I couldn't walk for like, (laughs) I couldn't walk for like a week because I played like all night one night, like the the first night that it came out and I couldn't even, yeah. So yeah. No, no, you're, you're, you're totally right, man. I guess that's one of the reasons why I've always loved video games. Like I've, I've been an addict to video games since the age of four, you know? Uh, but the thing I always noticed was like, if you really step back and looked at like what video games are conditioning us, they're conditioning you to break through the walls of uh, adversity. 
Yeah. Like, hey, hey, dude, you want you want that cool thing in life? You need to level up. Oh, you, you know, you're not happy with where you're at in life. Level up, you know. And the thing I always loved about the Wii and that Fitboard was it was designed for people in rehabilitation and uh, and hospitals. So they, they they Nintendo was brilliant. They just designed this game to like not only be just a fun family inclusive activity, but a rehabilitative activity. And to me, that's the mind that that's that's where we, we need to take video games. Fun that. You know, forget Fortnite. We need that. Yeah, yeah. And uh, actually, what's now it's bringing up another memory of how long we've been friends is when was that that you set up that thing that you had going for a while there where we did comedy to raise money to put video yeah. games in in kids that are spending long stays in hospitals. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Give, we did that charity show. Yeah, we did uh, that for... charity show downtown. Yeah. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yeah. That what was, was that called? Our, because you set that up. Yeah. It was the Get Well Gamers show. And it was a charity that was trying to raise money to buy kids video games in hospitals. Yeah. And, and yeah, uh, so it was, it was, we did a lot, man. We did a good number of those shows and we got a lot of kids uh, like Xboxes and Playstations. It was fun. That, yeah. I remember how awesome that was it was just super cool and i was like this is we need to bring that back that's what i'm saying when this is when this covid stuff allows us to perform in a way that's uh conducive to actually performing mm-hmm. oh yeah i i mean i'm not this this uh this as uh, extra measures right now doesn't seem it doesn't seem intelligent to me. You know what I mean? Like I, I kind of, my opinion on the pandemic is I want people to grow up. I'm tired. Yeah. Of people, I'm tired of people Dude. having an opinion. I'm tired of people having an opinion. You don't get to have an opinion. You stupid shit. It's a plague. We have. To. <laughs> yeah. yeah. There's I, no I, opinion I on, on the plague. You shit. I hate that. It's driving yeah, yeah. me nuts. Like the whole. Dude. In my opinion, COVID is, you know, when, when people, when historians look back on this, I really hope they, I, w- I want to put this down as the great timeout. Yeah. This is yeah. the great timeout because I swear to God, it, it's what we've seen here with this COVID is that America's greatest enemy is not a foreign, uh, you know, uh, nemesis. Like we've been trained to con- like to believe all our lives. It's our own hubris. We're just, there's people out there that are like, we are so dope. Biology doesn't work and science doesn't affect me, you know? And, and, and that, that shit needs to stop. Yeah. Oh, biology. Yeah. Biology's not real and neither is science. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. By the way, my name no. is Brit- My name is Brittany. <laughs> I, you know, my, 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 my chick name's Roberta. So, you know. Roberta? Uh, Roberta, Bre- yeah. Bre- Brittany. Brittany, Brittany Actually, funny. It's 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 just Brittany, but with like a like a like an OC accent. What's up, Brittany? Brittany, Brittany. Uh, like um, I, can't, I can't close my mouth because I'm I'm smoking like a cigarette and drinking a Mike's Hard Lemonade. That's true. You can't. <laughs> what the? F- well, I just my brain just went blank. I was trying to think of the next thing to talk about, and my get brain with the program, like, Brittany. My brain show. just went. Your name's through. on the show. No, dude. Actually, <laughs> I don't think I've ever shared this publicly, but my real name is Bretholomew. 
No, you're lying. That's not true. That is. <laughs> that's, that's not true. That can't be true. <laughs> because now I'm going to have to call you Brett Tholomew. Brett Tholomew. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. Uh, but, dude, um, so the video game thing. So right now, are you on a hiatus or are you just kind of like it's not on the front burner right now for you a with video game, game development or yeah, game or, playing? Game playing, uh, you're t- I mean, you're always playing. Be a game I'm, player, I'm, yeah. I'm, I will never stop. I, I, I play video games as hard as any like ninth grade, you know, like Asian kid. Like I am there. I'm in yeah. it, you know, and respect to the Asian kids. I grew up at Eagle Rock High School. You know, half our popula- population is Filipino. So Pinoy love for real. Uh, yeah, man. Uh, back in the day. Well, let me, let me, let me step back to now. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. Game development. I'm working on a game. Uh, believe it or not, actually, I, I released one earlier this year uh, called Proxy on Steam. Yeah. And we are just about to release our second game. It's actually a virtual reality title and it's called uh, Confined VR. It's an escape room. It's a virtual reality escape room. So, you know, we act, I'm not going to, I'm not even going to lie because uh, this is just, you know, the reality of life. We were trying to get it out through, um, October for the in time for Halloween, but this is again, I, I've been a developer my whole life, but I've only published, this is my second game ever publishing by myself. And the process of going through steam and its approval process is just not fun. You, you like, basically you gotta, once your game's ready, you then have to go through a three week approval process that fits steam's guidelines for what content can be branded on their store page. So it's kind of annoying. Kind of mad at that. Well, the business at the bin, the business end of everything is takes all the the, the fun the, out. Well, it takes all the mystifying nonsense out of it. You know what I mean? Like everybody thinks stand up comedy is like super friggin' dope and awesome, but it can be. You've been it can be, but you've been with me where where I where I was like, "What are you doing tonight? Is there any way you want to ride with me to friggin' Long Beach?" Because I <laughs> yeah, I know it. Because it's a That's two hour and a half. Because it's a two and a half hour drive round trip for me to do twenty yeah. minutes. Oh yeah, yeah. Like that's the thing that got me more than anything when I was going. You know, back back when we met, when I was going really, really, you know, hundred percent on comedy. The the hardest thing for me to deal with, and I, and and I didn't realize it until it was way too late, was the loneliness. Because you know, after a show, you know, if you kill a mic, you're the star, and and you know, if you don't leave, they're like, oh wait, he's gonna chill with us. Oh. And then people start buying you drinks. You start going getting nutty. And then everyone leaves uh-huh. and then you have to go back to an empty hotel. Yep. That is quite possibly the largest, like, I don't, yeah, I, we can, we can, can we swear? How, what's the swear? Yeah, you can swear. There's okay. No, that was definitely no a big mind fuck. I'm not going to say anything awful, but that was a terrible mind fuck. Yeah. Fighting that in comedy. And, and, and then, you know, what's, what's, what I found interesting was the, like, you don't realize these bad patterns you get into until you're way too far in. And it's like, you know, Oh, you know, I just need a drink just to calm my nerves before I go up. And then it's like, Oh, well now I need a drink to go up on stage because like, I'm, I feel more confident with that. And then now you need a drink just to go up, you know? And it's just eesh. like comedy was a very learning experience. Well, there's, there's two, there's big swings in energy yeah. is what I would say. What you just pointed out is very valid. Uh, there's huge swings in energy when it comes to the lifestyle of comedy. Like there's the huge high, high of having a great set and having a room full of sometimes hundreds 
of people uh, hanging on your every word and then coming off stage. And maybe if you're lucky, maybe you get a couple of minutes to a half an hour of really like invigorating conversation and back and forth with your peers or whoever was there. And then, like you said, but at some point, every single time, every single night doing comedy, at some point, you're literally sitting there by yourself. And it's just a weird, um, it's just a huge swing in energy. And that's why you see comics trying to balance it out basically with, <laughs> with alcohol or weed. Uh, oh, my yeah. favorite comics are the weed comics, but, uh, and, you know, then there's the co- then there's the cocaine guys and the ecstasy and the mushrooms and yeah, but I like the and weed comics. I think they're great. The, you know, the weed comics are cool. I, I'll just be upfront up and say it like, but when it becomes their identity and like, that's all they can talk about. And that's when I kind of like, all right, you know, I'm not going to lie. I'll roll, I'll, I'll roll, I'll roll a joint with that dude. <laughs> but, yeah, same. Like, you know, it's, 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 you know, to go, if, dude, it's, if honesty, it's just all about that. Nah. Yeah. Honesty is the best policy. And this show is called, I like some of you first yeah. of all. So therefore this is honesty is the best policy. And you're supposed to be judgmental on this show. And the truth yeah. is, like you said, if you're a weed comic and weed becomes your identity because that's what you do, I'm the guy, I smoke weed. Yeah. And it's pretty lame. Just like I think it's lame when a woman is like, stop it, quit sexualizing me. When everything about them and everything that they put out into the world is over sexualized shit, that drives me nuts. I can't that, I mean, stand that. that. that- that's a conundrum. And I will say this, I think we're in that uncharted territory where it's like, you know, it's my body, my choice. And, and, and you know, it's funny. And I, I'm not, not, I mean, I respect all the ladies out there that are, that are out there, you know, yeah, uh, being independent, grinding. Now. But well, I guess what I'm trying to say is that like, I, what I, what I thought when I, when I thought about like, why is this concept so hard for a lot of people to grasp is because this is a very 21st century concept. It wasn't like a hundred years ago. Well, no, a hundred years ago. Yes. But like, maybe let's go, let's go back even 300 years ago, 300 years ago, you didn't have women fighting for the right to vote and being in control of their body. So we're in this big social experiment now with like, where is that line? You know, does that make sense? Well, that's, well, that's also why I have such a friggin' problem with people talking about the quote unquote divide in this country, yeah. because I'm, I believe that myself and a lot of other people are not either extreme. They're not conservative and they aren't far left progressives. And by the way, the far left shit is so fucking annoying. No, they're annoying too. Everyone likes to villainize the far right, but yeah, the far left, far left really people annoying are fucking too. full of shit. <laughs> well, yeah, no, it's annoying as hell when, okay. So you got the far right. That's trying to, freeze time or make us go back to like the 1950s or make us that's what annoys me about the conservatives is like no this debate is over we've already been through the civil rights fight we've already over right yeah they've already gay marriage is legal now abortion is over the thing about conservatives that pisses me off is like no motherfuckers we aren't going to rehash these fights these have already been handled yeah come here come and say hi my atlas Uh-oh. special guest appearance yeah special guest celebrity vip just come and say hi it's my radio hi. show you can come and say just come and hey, say buddy. hi say hi rob hi hey atlas say hi robert 
Hi. Okay, now hey. you can go. Go, go, go take <laughs> go care live of your life. Go. Yeah, go live your life, buddy. Love go. you, big guy. Go enjoy, dude. That that child has so much joy and happiness in his eyes. It's scary. I, know. I don't think I've ever. <laughs> like when your kids hug you, they're just like Superman. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they make me feel pretty great, dude. Also, I know if only they knew the real you, because you, you're not that cool. I know, right? <laughs> hey, we are. Uh, uh, we do just to let everybody know we are social distancing. Rob is at yes. his apartment. I'm at my uh, wait. You're a house. Yeah. Rob's at his house. I'm at my house. I upgraded, baby. Yeah. Rob's at his house. I'm at my house. Atlas. We're social distancing, but obviously my children are with me. That's why Atlas just popped in. He just finished his homework today. So that's why he was coming to see what, where daddy was at because man, yeah. Online learning, dude, that's been a, a mission. Yeah. It's, it's, uh, it's, it's, I just feel bad for him because there's no way it's stimulating enough. There's no, no way. it's awful. It's yeah. it's really bad. It's like, I, I think the, the best way I can describe, because I've actually done online learning with my little cousin who I tutor yeah. all, every day this semester. And online learning is the equivalent of an eight hour HR sexual harassment training. What, it's just I- like, it's basic, basic stuff you should have already known. And why are we here? You yeah, know what no, I mean? that's, that's, what that's, drives, that's what I feel like online learning is. Beta's Big up to the teachers, though, that are trying to make it interesting. Though. Big Those up teachers to are the working teachers. hard. No, they're trying so hard because also that's the thing is like these teachers are trying to put together curriculum that can keep everybody on board. Yeah. And that's a balancing act that's just not yeah. possible. It's like it's, it's 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 an impossible feat that they're pulling pulling off pretty well. But it's just – I feel I just feel for my little one. Like Veda's just such a Veda's just such a little spark plug and she's so smart and she's so driven that she's just not being challenged right now at all. Yeah. She's legit like negotiating with me. She was like, "Do I have to take this test because I you know that I'm going to get 100% on it and I don't want to do it and it's boring." Dude, that's that's the consensus across the board is, you know, these students are not being challenged. Well, you know what it is? I'll tell you what it is too. Like I've also seen that because, you know, kids are working on these super powered laptops, some of them, you know, there's also some kids that don't have that. But yeah. Most kids have Google in their phone and they have apps. So basically, like if you're just doing the homework, ver- you know, side of education, that's just busy work that that, that, that teachers make to, to, you know, to keep you on track and get you trained on learning deadlines. But the real learning is in the classroom where the teacher's like, look at this, look at this, put them together. <gasps> look at that, you know? That, yeah. Like, and, and that's being lost right now. And that sucks. Well, also just, it's breaking my heart. Cause now it's been what, eight months of me watching this with them or anyway, but yeah. of watching them sit there like this, like they're just, yeah. Just sitting Falling there waiting in their hands, just waiting their turn because the teacher has to legit go through all these kids. Oh, well, how about you, um, Donna? And how about you, Davey? And 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 they have to sit and wait. Yeah. And it's just, I, I, it's just a lot. And I, I, I'm really proud of my little ones because they're doing a good job. But they're getting really good at negotiating. I'm glad they got a little bit of break. They only had two. They only have two days today. Today, today's the last day of school for this week. Yeah. So they get Dude, to chill. I- 
again, once again, big ups to, to the teachers out there that are, uh, you know, trying to get these kids to learn and trying to get them to give a shit. Cause, uh, I want to, dude, I just want to make a note to shout out to Miss Lariva at Eagle Rock high school. Uh, this lady, like she's one of those teachers that really, really cares. You know what I mean? Like, okay. you know, you know, like most English teachers when, you know, it's time to read that chapter and catch her in the rye or whatever. It's like, all right. And then, you know, you know, Pedro, could you read, could you read the page, the paragraph, Pedro? And then Pedro's like half a fucking sleep or whatever. Like this lady is like an, a, a, like an audiobook. She is reciting every line and like making different voices to like change who's talking. And I'm like, you know, at first, I, you know, cause I, I, I'll listen to the, to the classroom in case I can help with questions. But then I, I like, I was listening to the anecdote and I was like, Dude, like that, that you know. Thanks for coming to her TED Talk. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. So I want to find a teachers. way. We gotta find a way to. Dude, there's so many things I want to do. Once, once I feel like I can do comedy again, the way that yeah. it was done. Because I don't. I'm. I get it. There's lots of people that are changing the game up right now and doing different things. I've got kids, so my focus is gonna be them. For right now, mm-hmm. I just can't make comedy a top priority right now, which because it's just so weird. But uh, I mean, I'm going to keep doing this show. Yeah. But but um, dude, when the comedy clubs open back up. OK, so I like I want to go back to that. So raising the money for the to put video games in kids that are doing long hauls in hospitals. Yeah, uh, that was one thing that I thought was a great thing that we did, but I want to do, I watched that. Um, God, it's called Alive Inside, I think. Alive anyway, Inside. about, I, I'm sure you've seen it. I'm sure you saw it in the, within the last two weeks, the, the prima ballerina who's like in her, she's like 98. She's almost a hundred years old or something in the video. And they play the song that she performed to dance to when she was like the, prima ballerina uh-huh. in, in Spain and, okay. and and they're showing footage of her at, at, uh, from her youth and you know of her and she's completely Alzheimer's completely senile but they turn the music on and she's in her wheelchair literally and she's there you can see that she's mentally there Connected. and, and yeah. dancing and dancing to it and uh, just alive inside and there's a documentary okay. in Netflix where they're finding that Alzheimer's patients, senility patients, literally <clears throat> will be brought back. They, they they literally come back like a their mind comes back to the place where their memories are because of music. So yeah. basically, I want to. So my idea is what I and I talked to the Laugh Factory about it before um, before the shutdown. But my goal is I would like to do. I would like to start doing charity events that raise money to buy iPods. Yeah. Um, or, or, or have people donate their old iPods. And then we have people where we load up. What you do is you load up from, uh, basically load up these iPods with, uh, these old folks with their music, like from their time. And from what, you know, <clears throat> you can only find that out through their family and stuff. You know what I mean? Whatever. But 
this documentary on Netflix, I want to say it's called Alive Inside, yeah. but I can't remember. But it, I mean, we're talking, I watched it in like the middle of the afternoon once and yeah. literally cried like a baby. <laughs> because no, yeah. it, it brings these people back. Like <clears throat> it does. Yeah. It and, does. Uh, and, uh, I dig that. So I want to do so. Okay. So the video games for kids that are spending, that are stuck in hospitals, uh, iPods for Alzheimer's patients to bring, you know, bring them back. And then, uh, I also want to, I just think people should seriously be hooking up our teachers, man. I want to do stuff to, to raise funds for this. I mean, yeah. this is insane. Yeah. yeah. You know, it's funny because I think we all learned that, you know, what held this country up during this pandemic, it, it really wasn't like, you know, like, uh, like all these politicians and, you know, no, no, and, 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 and these administrative people. No, man, what really held up this country was doctors, nurses, teachers, cops, like social like, workers, social workers, dude, like those are the people, those are the foundation of our nation. And, you know, to not give all of these people six figure shots, look, we know doctors are cool, but you know, a, a doctor can only be on the floor so many hours and, and, you know, and, and, and nurses, you know, they, they are the, 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 the red blood cells of the, of the, of the hospital body. Doctors are awesome, but Ben Carson has proved to everyone in the whole world that you can be a fucking moron and be and still a doctor, a surgeon, yeah, a brain, yeah, yeah. Well, you know it's funny. I, I, it's kind of like Scrubs, right? You know, what yeah. the surgeons always like the the douches because they don't have to. You know, they don't have to necessarily know uh, all the ins and outs of like See, medical that, knowledge. They just got to know where to cut. All right, my wife. And I have debated about this for years because she gets really, really annoyed with my disdain for special for specialists. Okay. My wife always gets annoyed with me. I'm like, because <clears throat> I fancy myself a renaissance man. Mm. <clears throat> so I've always been annoyed by people that are like, well, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a hand doctor or I'm a brain surgeon. Uh, well, I get it that you a brain surgeon, but you just spilled ice cream all over my counter because you can't scoop ice cream. What the fuck is wrong with you? Well, you know what? That's, that's, this isn't my specialty. I'm usually cutting into brains. Yeah, well, it's fucking ice cream, and you just made a motherfucking mess. Okay. <laughs> I think you also. I think I think your Midwest is coming out, and you're trying to fight science. <laughs> I always want to fight science too. Just like, hey, yeah, me, dude. you keep your life. Like, why don't go touch around my brain? No one knows my brain better than me. My- <laughs> if anybody's gonna do surgery on my brain, it's gonna be me. Hold my beer. Hold my beer. <laughs> Is my leg twitching? Um, <laughs> my leg twitching. Ma, get the camcorder. Get the camcorder. Get the camcorder, Brett's doing surgery on himself again. <laughs> Brittany's trying to cut himself. Brittany's trying to cut himself again. Let's hope he doesn't lop off another. Well, never mind. Just because you, you took I, 30 minutes of an online education I, program doesn't make you a certified brain surgeon, Brittany. Brittany, and first of all, you can only lop your dong off once. <laughs> and why'd you have to fashion it into some kind of hat? <laughs> That's just strange. And you bring it around all the family on Sundays. 
<laughs> making us uncomfortable. You're not making everybody, making everybody uncomfortable with your at-home surgeries that you sew on at other places on your body to weird everybody out. What is? What are, do we just go with this? Your your baseball hat looks like a scrotum. <laughs> I just I just need you to know that. Did you? Oh, damn it. God damn it. I oh, thought man. okay, I thought the hat was funny, but then that that legitimately is a bat wing. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Oh, dude, bat wings. I, I, I still I still learned that one from uh, what was it? Waiting. That movie with Ryan Reynolds and Dane Cook was one of the <clears throat> disgruntled yeah. chefs. Yeah. That was a hilarious movie. Waiting. Uh, the bat wing? Yes. Oh, dude. Which by the way, okay, I thought of that. Bat you worked wing. in a kitchen, like at, at like a medium sized like chain, Applebee's, like Applebee's. Chili's, TGI Friday. That is that life. Yeah, Bennigan. That is that life. That's why waiting hit so hard is because people that have waited tables worked the back line as a cook, worked as an expo at a Applebee's, a Chili's, a Bennigan's, a TGI Fridays. That's a whole. It encapsulated what that world is like. Oh yeah. Like I worked at a Red a- Robin for a year. In the middle of the tech center in Denver, and it was insane. Yeah. You always had your hottest people as the hostess or the bartenders. Yeah, and there was always a hot. There's always, there's always the hot hostesses that yeah. have kind of been passed you know, around. They, I mean, you know, I mean, not at the place I worked at. You're just a monster, but it's fine. Not me. I'm kidding. <laughs> Well, I mean, never mind. <laughs> no, I got you. It's been a long time since I've been called a monster, though, because I've been so domesticated for so long. But now I'm thinking, like, way back. I've never been a monster. That's what, you know, when it comes to women and stuff, because that, that, have a little girl and you'll know that. Yeah. No, no. I mean, like, it's immediate. You know. It's immediate. Like, everybody's like, oh, you're in trouble. She sure is pretty. <laughs> yeah. 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 Please not sexualize. Yeah, 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 under under ten year old. Thank you. Yeah, can, and and can we please start like teaching uh, young boys to like respect like social uh, like I'm sorry like body boundaries. You know what I mean? Like I just yeah. think that's weird too. It's like oh you're gonna have problems. Really? It's it's my problem that 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 my that my daughter would like to dress however she likes. Can we just you know tell the rest of society to back up and stop eye boggling? That'd be cool. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. And I mean, don't get what, me wrong. If she's dressing some, if she's dressing a little ridiculous, I might have to say something. But oh, I'm not putting her body. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm just not, gonna have to. I'm not. That won't happen with me. I hope. You know what I think? You know what I think? I'm gonna try this. And 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 well, actually, let me back up. I I, I have low key been trying this. You know how like uh, kids are always like, "Dad, you're embarrassing me. Stop, oh, Dad, stop embarrassing." <laughs> you know, like yeah, I haven't I, run into that yet. Like you said, no, that squeeze me right now. But you've seen, like but you've seen it. I know it's friends. coming. Yeah. Oh, you yeah. With your friends. Yeah. 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 Well, yeah. Oh, dude. I think that I think the other the alternative way to parenting is just like like flip it on them and just be like, dude, you're an embarrassment. You can't sit with us at, at Applebee's. You need to, you need to wait in the car. Yeah. Like you just you know like that that is a bigger message to them you know and then that way I don't know to me it's just like it you you're able to just like out punk kids you know like for example I've learned now that like if you want to break a kid's soul beat them at what they're good at. Yeah. Yeah, dude. Like, uh, I was having problems with my little cousin with, with learning until I started beating his ass at Fortnite. Because he forgets yeah. that I've been playing Call of Duty for a long time. I don't need to build shit. I got aim, son. 
yeah, so that's a, so that's that's where my parenting style has come from. You used to you like I've already just dropped knee deep into like teenage angst. So I didn't get like none of the dad I love you. It's like respect me now. Yeah, absolutely. That's, that's where I'm at. I just convinced Veda and Atlas that it's their idea with everything. Yeah. And it throws but it throws my folks off when they visit. It throws my wife's mom. It throws my mother-in-law off. It throws my. Why aren't you programming them? Yeah, they don't like it because <laughs> I was. I just leave everything up to them, and I go like, "We're we're squad," and the squad just takes care of the squad. Yeah. And, uh, and no, but like uh, with Veda, the thing, I also just. I don't know, man. I'm not like my wife gets annoyed with me because Shane is very, very pretty, but I get pissed at her if she wears too much makeup. I'm like, what are you doing? Your Midwest is coming out again. I know. I'm like, damn it, Shane, stop making these <laughs> these men ogle you. First of all, back to, look put, down at your steak and don't make eye contact. You put the makeup on, you put the perfume on, you smell like a French whorehouse. <laughs> I'm just trying to take you to Sizzler, and now you got every guy in here with a big old friggin' heart on. Want to give it a sniff. Won't give you a sniff. Makes me uncomfortable. Makes me uncomfortable. <laughs> you know my you know my male ego is fragile. It's, you know I've got first of all I'm male, second I'm white. Okay? So I have so the male, go my way, I get mad. I have male fragility and I have white fragility. And my white fragility is way stronger than my male fragility. So stop it. I feel awkward <laughs> that's so good <laughs> i love that's that stupid though stop uh, stop it you're making a scene you always oh, do man. this you always do this when i bring you the fucking olive garden this is worse than that time you stuck all them goddamn breadsticks in your butthole what? hey you know what you, can, you know can, wrap it up let's get these breadsticks to go. wrap it up come on we're leaving again this bastard won't ever let me finish my tour of italy <laughs> tour of italy more like a port's a call of italy. more like a port's a call with the french whore here <laughs> <laughs> oh man dude you know what i was gonna say though um you're going back to talking about comedy and things you want to do bro bring the music back like i don't know why like you, you got this like here's this white guy with soul and, and you just like want to let it stay caged like all quiet like rap sing do that shit why why I want to do all that stuff. I don't know. It's just the image. I guess I don't know. <laughs> I he's, do like, I, he's like, I want to tour with R. Kelly, but my face looks like this. But my face looks like this. Look at Ed Sheeran, man. He did it, and he and you are definitely nowhere near like Ed Sheeran, like in terms of that scale on of, of weirdness. That's a weird looking kid. You think so? Ed Sheeran, yeah, he's very weird looking. <laughs> <laughs> but he's got a voice of an angel, so it balanced out. Yeah, I got to get the music back into it. And, ah, damn. I just can't play an instrument, though. That's you, why you I want to you, you are the instrument, Brett. I don't know I'm why we're fighting it. this. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't know. I'm going to get just, back to it. You know what? Go, I'm like, you know what? I'll just leave you with this. Gary V. I don't, you know, I don't agree with that guy on oh, everything. Oh, please, please, please. One thing, one thing, v. one thing he said. No, no, one thing he said is just be be in the yes business. Don't be in the no business. Don't don't be making excuses. Just be like, 
Like, how can we make it work for you? There's no way Gary Vee said it like that. He said it like this. I, I, I definitely, definitely paraphrased it for sure. All right, all right. This is how he said it. He's like, stop being a fucking little bitch and just fucking be successful immediately, right now. Right now. Yeah. Are you going to Are you going to be awesome? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. He definitely said it with a lot more anger, and he was definitely saying it while, like, wearing a scarf in a limo. Be positive. Fuck. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know what? But I, I will say that though. I, I do. I do like that. I, I think one thing that I do get from him is like, you know, beyond all that East Coast anger, yeah. <laughs> is like just count your blessings and be happy. Like he, he's trying. It's just there's just a lot of other layers on top of that. <laughs> you can't motivate if you sit around all day masturbate. And <laughs> you don't think I want to sit at home masturbating? You don't, you don't think I want to just sit around and punch my clown? Because I do. That's all I want to do all day long is punch my clown. I want to play a little joystick with my whoop de doo, like like I'm. But there's no Pac Man there, but the and the ghost is chasing. Oh, it's in my belly button again. <laughs> oh man, <laughs> that's so good. That's so good. I like I like how you turned him into. Uh... Adam Sandler from Uncut Gems. I know he did. <laughs> oh, oh, that's man. my wife. I got something for you. Oh, hello, Kevin Garnett. <laughs> <laughs> dude, that was some of the worst acting I've ever seen. Oh my you god, just, dude. Okay, like I respect Adam Sandler immensely for you know be, using his success to create a production team and, and 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 film shit with his friends. Like that's the dream. Let's just not hate for a second, but. He's the same fucking dude. Like, hi, Kevin Garnett. Would you like a diamond? Like, yeah, what? No. <laughs> yeah, dude. Uh, like, he they, they they keep giving him, but who, be in the yes business. Oh, my God. They, yeah, that guy, Adam Sandler went hard on the yes hard business. Hard on the He's yes like, business. You, you want shitty movies 12 you times me, a year? You want Sign me, to me up? Hit twice a year, make you a movie. Hi, I'm Hubie Halloween. <laughs> you want me to go get all of my friends that never got booked on their own? Okay. Dude, he even got, dude, he's even, I think that's what it is. Bro. He's, he's, he's the safe. Adam Sandler is the Hollywood safety net. Like he just keeps adding like people that like, sh- that like didn't really make it, but like are still kind of making it. Like, you know, who's the newest one uh, that Taylor Lautner, he's on that ridiculous six. He was team Jacob, the abd up werewolf. And yeah. that kid didn't do shit after. So whatever, you dude. Know. he had one sh- He had a show. He has um whatever dude. He had a movie of his own where he's like an action star and he's being chased and st- stuff. He, dude, he's also shark boy with shark boy and lava girl. Dude, Taylor Lautner is not just a wolf, okay? How dare you? How dare oh, okay. you? So I'm definitely talking to Team Jacob here. Yeah, dude. My bad. No, Taylor Lautner. Well, you know what? Considering you know what you're okay. You, dude. Okay, you are so Team Jacob that yeah. you actually spoke and talked shit to Robert Pattinson. Yeah. That's yeah. At, at the at what was it at Katana right above behind the comedy store? That was no. It was the den. It was the den. The That's den the when I told. But you like to make celebrities feel awkward. It's a thing you do. It is fun. I do like that. My favorite. <laughs> but that was Why? fun. Drunkenly drunk as shit walking up to Robert Pattinson at a fucking bar where nobody gives a shit because it's Hollywood. No one. 
no one. I mean, I'm sure people in the corners and stuff were like, hey, is that Robert Pattinson? But nobody didn't. And I walked over and told him, I'm fucking, I'm fucking Team Jacob. <laughs> Fuck you, Robert Pattinson. Fuck you, Robert Pattinson. I'm Team Jacob all day. Yeah, dude. You know what, though? Uh, but you know what? I, uh, he tried to win me he over, could, he, and he almost did. He tried to win you over? He, he almost over? did. Well, he just was. He sent a he sent a drink. He sent a drink. Robert Pattinson sent you a drink. That or the bartender thought it was hilarious. And yeah, it was no the bartender. <laughs> <laughs> the bartender just said it. Just told you, yeah, it's from Robert Pattinson. Yeah, <laughs> just, the bartender thought it was funny. Yeah, dude, that's funny. Never mind. Uh, no, actually, you know what? You know what? I I will say this, and you know, I I, I hope this doesn't. Well, you know what? Actually, no, no, no. You know what? It was from, um, it, dude. Okay, it was from. I'm, let me back up. Sorry. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I went into a, I went into a severe brain reset because okay. you know, uh, dude, it's the first comedy brain show. show. Brain dude. <laughs> it's called. Art. It's called a tumor. <laughs> it's not. Uh, dude, my first my first uh, comedy show after I got divorced uh, way back was Emma Stone's birthday party. Mm. Yeah, I, I knew, I knew, um, I knew. Uh, I remember lady that who was who was friends with her uh, assistant. That's right, and her assistant because she took a picture. Yeah, she was digging. Yeah, dude, dude, Emma, Emma fucking Stone came up to me and was like, "Great job, you killed it!" And I was just like, "Oh, dude, that was like the big win I needed." Like, just like immediately after, because I was just like, "Yeah, oh yeah, dude," because like you know, dark thoughts were just like omnipresent at that time so just having emma stone come off of like you know what, what is it tinsel what was it la la land and just be like you're great i'm yeah. just like oh thank you it was, Thanks, yeah. <laughs> thank you for that shot in the arm young redhead <laughs> would you like a diamond <laughs> would you like a diamond from kevin <laughs> <laughs> how did i get a championship ring i don't know <laughs> Oh man! I told you uh, I'm gonna be home later, but right now I got some gangsters trying to kill me, <laughs> dude. I swear, man, that movie was hard to watch. Just I, it was so it bad. Was just a, it, it was just a toxic person, just not no, but, stopping. It okay, was like that's a train his, wreck. That's, that's the that's, second that's, movie to watch those movies. That's the second movie in his career where a bunch of artsy fartsy people start fucking talking about how brilliant it is. And then it's then it kind of starts a little wildfire, and then it, actually a shitload of people watched that fucking movie because people yeah, they, said it was so good. Yeah, and they said that he deserved to be in the Oscar race. Mm, no, <laughs> and all this no. shit. And they it got was a all well this- shot movie, and I think the story <laughs> did get you like kind of tense up, but you're just like looking at this dude, and you're like, this guy's a piece of shit like there's nothing likable <laughs> about this guy if you if okay all he had to do was Same like with punch between, drunk love uncut well, okay, punch, punch, drunk, no, punch love. drunk love that You're was a good tell me it was great see i'm not gonna say it was great i'm just saying it showed that he you know he can offer more than diamonds <laughs> all I, dude i'm a dick though i i walked out of uh, happy gilmore no, nah, Happy Gilmore is funny. Like I, I, I got it. Like old Adam Sandler. I, 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 I was, I was a fan, but I was also twelve. So there you go. Yeah, that, I was, well, that and like I, I just when like, I was yeah, young again, again. The idea was he's trying to save his grandma's pet. So beyond all his stupidity, he was like the lovable loser. You know. See, when I was young, when I was in high school, I was, I was a dick because I was a super, super hypercritical 
dickhead. Like I hate it. Like all my friends were like at the time were like title oh. the show. I like some of you. It's yeah, the show is called I. Like, yeah, the show is called I like some of you because I don't know. This is actually it's called I like some of you because I'm trying to rehab myself. I'm trying to like more people by reminding myself of how many cool people I already know. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. You're, you're, you're like, I, I'm, I must be a, ju- a good judge of character to some degree, right? Yeah, I must I must not be that far off. I must not be that off base if I've been fortunate enough to know so many talented and, and uh, thoughtful and uh, just well-rounded people. You know, there's such a, I don't know, that's. I don't know. That's why I like the most about this show is like, I get to invite on people. Well, that's what I love about Hollywood. That's what I love about love hate relationship. I do. I love it. Yeah. It's great. But I, I don't know the thing about the pandemic that I think it's teaching the small, the small town, rural America, I think is teaching people um, what that distance feels like in the big city that sometimes big city people are stuck with. You know what I mean? Cause like in rural America, there's like, well, you got to deal with me. You're going to see me tomorrow in the city. No one gives a shit. No one. Yeah. You, we're, it's a bunch of individuals that are literally in the city because they're trying to accomplish their goals. You know, I, I think that's the one thing I respect more about like urban life than rural life is. Yeah. Like with rural life, you know, you got to be more like, you know, like mind your P's and Q's because we're going to, you know, that's our neighbor, you know, and in yeah. <laughs> in L.A., it's like, fuck your neighbor. Like, <laughs> like yeah. if, if he's acting like an asshole, like, well, never mind just an asshole, like on the street, like there's so many interactions in a day. Like if you come off incorrect, you could get popped or die. <laughs> so you have to actually really watch your P's and Q's in the city a little more than than, than you know, than you would expect. Yeah, I, I don't know, man. The dynamic, it's just this, this, uh, I mean, well, goodness, man. South Dakota and North oh, Dakota. Gosh darn Willikers. Well, holy cheese and crackers. Oh, man. No, dude. Atlas is dry. <laughs> Atlas is so cute, dude. All day yesterday. How cute is he? He's so cute. He's so cute that all day yesterday, whenever something didn't go right, he, <laughs> he tried to fit coconuts into everything <laughs> it was dude you you gave birth to butters from south park oh did you really <laughs> dude you know that you know he's blonde you know how blonde and pale he is yeah that's his dude. that's my nickname for him and has been since birth he's butters butters dude <laughs> hey butters what's up butters uh hey guys. Professor Kath. <laughs> Professor Kath. yeah dude he is butters by my my son is definitely butters and yeah you're just you're just you're just a grown-up butters with like a back problem true if if if, if butters just had like you know like like just a really gnarly like accident if butters went through a gnarly car accident and then lived with chronic pain pretty much (laughs) yeah and 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 bought a house in santa clarita and bought (laughs) Oh, butters, and 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 married to a sugar biscuit, and married to a sugar biscuit. Dude. You know what though? I could, I could, you know what? That's definitely, you know what? But, butters would easily have like one of the most balanced life. That kid's great. I mean, he's been the best addition to the South Park crew. Butters, yeah. He's great. Oh yeah, he's great. Do you still have a cat? I still have a cat. Hell yeah. 
my cat Garfield. Dude, my cat Garfield, uh, the coolest little orange tabby. Like, this cat's so cool, I don't even, like, raise him half the time. Like, he has a network of neighbors that I keep in contact with, some of whom feed him and groom him on different days. That's – see, okay, the reason I brought that up is I'm allergic to everything, which is weird because I grew up on a farm, so I was miserable my whole childhood. But I'm allergic <laughs> <clears throat> I'm allergic to everything, so we can't have pets, even though Shane and I had a dog for a year. Uh, and I, I ended up coughing up blood because <laughs> I'd taken so much allergy medicine to like keep it. Anyway, whatever. I think you got a case of the bitches. I had a case of the bitches. Uh, no, but uh, so we got rid of the dog. We sold the dog. And we had a mm. puggle. And uh, anyway, <laughs> my kids want a, a pet so bad. And the great thing about this new house is we live in a neighborhood now. And there's a cat. And it comes oh, okay. by, and I don't have to, so we won't have to have a pet. Veda goes out there and talks to it, and and was petting it yesterday, and and the cats taking just care. happy as can be. Happy yeah, dude, can cats be. are chill, and then uh, and then know, it dips out. It just, but it comes yep. by like once a day looking for my kids. I will end it on this: like I love cats, I do, but did you know cats are like apex predators and have killed over 63 species of lizard and bird on this planet alone since they became domesticated? I did not know that. That's in the, yeah, dude, they're, 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 fact. I know, I know, dude. It's so wait, funny. they've it's wiped like, out, they've wiped they out have, lizards and birds and stuff. They have wiped out over 63 species of birds and lizards and little, little creek critters. Cause they're just wow. murderers. They're just little hunters. Yeah. Which yeah, is what's crazy nice. is like these cat ladies and stuff. How many stories? Ask somebody that works for the morgue if they think cat ladies a good idea. Because dude, it's, it's cats, like, will, if it's, cats will eat oh. you. Oh yeah. If you yeah, live yeah, with cats and you die, your cat will eat you. Yeah, no, I'm good. That's why I have outdoor cats all the way, man. Outdoor cats. Okay, cool. I'm fine with outdoor cats. Actually, I'm not. Yeah, man. I don't give a shit. I'm animals are cute to look at but i'm not nope. yeah and just for the record i like some of you applies to animals too yep nobody's because, safe you know i will i will say this because I, I you know just like i'm biased with people i'm i'm biased against sharks man like i know everyone's like oh they're like they're they're good for the environment mm-hmm. no you're no. just like donald trump you, you are sh- you shark. are shark fin soup dog no I'm kidding shark fin soup all right Dude, uh, hey, Rob, where can people find what, – what's the best thing you want to plug right now? Uh, you know, if, if, if people are going to creep on me, uh, just at Rob Silva 5451 That's my handle across the, the channels. Okay. Yeah, man, just do video game development uh, and real estate. So if you, if you want to make video games and or if you want to build in – you know, if you want to build up your new Minecraft in real life, holla at me. Holla. Rob Silva, everybody coming on. Thanks for coming on today. Uh, this has been, I like some of Super you with fun. Brett Riley. And uh, guys, tell people, listen to us on Spotify. You can find me uh, at Mr. M-R-B-R-E-T-T-R-I-L-E-Y on Instagram. And seriously, if there's anything you want us to talk about, uh, send me send me messages. I'll talk about it gladly. I hope you guys are listening. Find us on Spotify. I like some of you. Find us on anchor.com and, of course, Dash Radio. Uh, thank you very much. This is I Like Some of You with Brett Riley. I, I, I Like Some of You with Brett Riley, where honesty is the best policy. <laughs>